When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode. And as you can see by the title, today is going to be my first impressions episode of Again My Life. Yes, this is the uh, newest web comic webtoon adaptation drama that I am going to be jumping into. I don't know when we're ever not going to have a webtoon adaptation drama these days. They have really been the source of a lot of these kind of new dramas. And I I'm not mad at it, I'm going to be honest, but I am excited to watch this one because it is a Ijunki drama that one that I, it's one of his that I feel like I'm going to enjoy. I haven't watched him in a drama in a couple years, I'm going to be honest. I know he's been working consistently, um, but I hadn't been keeping up with all of them. So this one, I'm super excited to see because I missed him. I missed him. The minute I saw him and going to be in this drama, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to like, I want to see Drew Key again. So I need to go back. I need to watch some other ones that I missed, but I definitely know that this is going to be my return to Junki and I'm excited about it. I'm so excited about it. Um, but yeah, so I am going to do my first impressions of, again, my life, and I'm going to probably do kind of what I've been doing, where it's like an actual recap of the first two episodes, so you kind of get you know what happened in the first two episodes so spoiler alert here's your spoiler alert but you also will get my kind of commentary on what I was thinking as I was watching these first two episodes so those are my kind of first impressions um, but yeah I'm gonna go ahead and jump into it and again not gonna really need a synopsis because I'm gonna go through and I think the first episode really does explain what this drama is about so in when in recapping the first episode I think you'll also get what to expect from this drama so let's go ahead and do it. I'm excited about this. Okay, so um, <clears throat> the drama is called Again My Life. It is a webtoon adaptation. It is starring Lee Jun Ki. We also have a lot of other amazing um, actors in this drama. I mean, amazing actors in this drama. Some that I hadn't seen in a while too, so it was nice just to see them again. Um, and I'm going to reference some of them, I think, as I recap. Um, so I'll let you know a little bit about that while when I get to them. Okay. Okay, so the first thing we're going to start with is going to obviously be episode one's opening. So episode one opens with our lead, Yi Junki, being sworn in as a prosecutor. So that's kind of our intro. And then we show him at work uh, where he kind of arrives on scene where the cops are kind of standing off with a group of like a gang you know gang group <laughs> and they're like standing off and they're not doing anything and they tell him they're not doing anything as far as like you know arresting these people because they're waiting on a warrant um and then Ijun Ki comes in and he's like I don't have time for this I told you guys to to do what you need to do without the warrant you don't need one and then so he approaches the gang members himself and he even like takes their like you know wooden sticks that they were going to beat him with he takes one of them from from one of the guys and he proceeds to hit himself over the head with it um and then with that it provokes the need for the police attack because he's like they 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 attacked me they hid me and then the police actually kind of acts out in that moment in this it you know kind of shows um the our lead character being very bold a little unhinged um he even over like with a voiceover calls himself brave and how he cares about taking down you know the injustices in the world and then we get another scene of him um being kind to an elderly woman outside and that 
then the narration describes himself as being warm-hearted. Um, and I, let me just say, just looking at Junki in these opening scenes, I was just like, oh my goodness, he looks so beautiful. <laughs> he looks so amazing. Oh, I missed him. I missed him. I cannot, I mean, he has, he's barely aging. I swear. Oh my gosh. I missed him so much. Um, but anyway, and then as we continue to watch these opening scenes, they keep showing him and kind of like him in action, him working as a prosecutor. And his little voiceover is describing the type of prosecutor that he is. He even says how he, you know, is very impartial and he, you know, he's very good at, you know, they show him cross-examining folks and how good he is at that. They show how just um, immersed into his work he gets. And so he basically is this perfect pros- prosecutor. He's amazing at his job. Um, and he... Um, is then shown kind of talking to one of his superiors and we find out that he is in the process of trying to bring down a very um, a figure a kind of public figure um assemblyman or of some sorts or politician who people view as like a saint like he's a perfect person and he's trying to bring him down and he believes he's doing some shady and dirty dealings and he's you know the reason for all these these problems and he's like I have a case against him and his superior that he's talking to like so like the head prosecutor is telling him he needs to stop like what he's doing he's like there's no sense of you trying to bring down this man you don't have a case because this man is it's perfect everyone views him as a certain way he's like no I do have a case I promise you Uh, but his superior is being a little shady as he's kind of telling this you know to to our lead character and he's you know letting us know that it's apparent that he has he's in some kind of cahoots with the man that um our lead is trying to bring down um our lead's name is actually um kim we you we he you he i want to say uh, kim he there's it kim he and he um and so and once he kind of has his moment with his his superior about what his plan is and his superior telling him absolutely not, we find that the superior ends up making a call to that very man as soon as um, he leaves. And so there you go. There you have it. He is obviously in cahoots with this kind of politician a guy. Um, but then we go back to Hiwu and again, the narration is telling you again about how he is as a prosecutor and how his goal is to catch criminals. That's all he's here to do. And if that man is a criminal, then that's what he's going to do. So then we next meet the man that he's trying to bring down. He is trying to bring down. And this man's name is Joe Taysop. And he's basically, like I said, a politician who has a lot of stake in the game. He has a lot of money. Um, And he's the type of man that we find out that can run up to, you know, run up on the current president and yell at him and kind of tell him how he needs to run things because he's the person that put him in this kind of president um, seat. Uh, presidential role so that's the kind of man that Joe takes up is he is running things <laughs> let's just say it like that um but like I was just saying some of my faves are in this drama like some old school actors that I just like I hadn't seen in a while I haven't watched them in things in a while and I was just like super excited about that one of them in particular is an actor um a name Kim Young-hoon he is like the aide to this kind of, you know, um, taste soap. He's the one who kind of is his right-hand man. And I hadn't seen him in a while, and I was just really happy to see him. And, uh, yeah, just quick side note, missed him. Hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, but that is, he's one of the... Um, um, he's one of the kind of players in this in this drama because he is the right hand man or like the aide to our um, Joe Taysop character so yeah we meet the you meet him and then we also get to see that Taysop is also like because he's being you know a case is being brought up against him by Hiwu, he is brought into the prosecution office um, and he is supposed to be questioned by Weehu. Um, Hiwu, I keep wanting to call him Weehu, but it's Hiwu. <laughs> um, and he's being questioned by him. And so this is when I was watching this kind of like cross examination kind of scene with um, Taesop and Hiwu. And I immediately thought right then and there, I was like, this is getting good. This is getting good. I can just say that right off the bat. When I was watching that scene, I was like, this is going to be good. Um, And I was just like, this is right down my alley. 
they have no idea this is right down Lowe's alley um, because right after this kind of cross-examination scene which reveals obviously that Taysop has all the power and Hiwu does not um, immediately the next scene is Hiwu basically um, having to rush out because they find out that one of their lead witnesses against Taysop is missing. And so he immediately sets out to go find this, this, this lead witness. Once he's out there, then he is basically, you know, approached by two women who are ready to kick his tail. Um, and so action ensues, fight scenes begin. And when I tell you, this is what I love about an action and fight scene. I love it where the protagonist is actually fighting formidable people. So people that actually can, can whoop their tail, you know, like that's what I enjoy. And it was immediately like, oh yes. But the cool thing of course, is that our actor Junki, he is notorious for his action. Like, he is known for being an action um, actor. Like, he is very well um, inept, inept, I guess, inept in um, action scenes. And he barely uses doubles, you know. And so it just was so nice to see him in this kind of, like, the, the fight scenes. I was like, oh, this is so good to see. I love me a good fight scene. I love me a good action uh, scene. I love it when it's done well. And this is what I like when the protagonist is actually fighting people that's can actually fight back, you know, and not like, oh, this is no real struggle for the person, so whatever. But in this fight scene, you know, he of course kind of, you know, defeats the first two kind of people that he fights, and then he goes on um, again looking for this man, the the witness that he needs to find, and he's at the top of this rooftop, um, you know, at this, I'm sorry, this roof, top of this building on a rooftop, and he meets kind of like the final boss in this fight kind of sequence. And mind you, this is not even halfway through the the first episode. This is probably maybe. 25 minutes into the first episode so I mean we were getting into it right off the bat so immediately that's when I said like the first episode had me hooked line and sinker within 20 minutes I was like oh this is getting good um so he's fighting you know at the top of this you know building and this is what I realized I was like oh okay this is the start of the drama because he actually loses the fight against this man so much so that the man um you know, ends up telling him that I'm going to kill you and I'm going to frame you with, you know, for basically being a kind of corrupt prosecutor and you were, you know, doing drugs. And so you OD'd off of drugs and that's how you fell off the top of this roof because he's literally going to throw him off the top of this roof. (laughs) And that's what happened. So, I mean, like the scene, I mean, he got really into it again, not even halfway in 30 minutes into this, this first episode. So he get, he loses the fight. The man explains to him what he's going to do. And he, you know, he stabs him with like um, some kind of, you know, syringe full of some kind of drug, I guess, apparently. Um, and then once he does that, he throws Hee-Woo off of the roof of this building, this tall building. Um, and these are, of course, orders from Taesop, Joe Taesop. So these are orders from our kind of, you know, villain, villain of this, of this drama. He throws him off of the roof, and while um, our lead is falling to his death, suddenly time freezes. So now we got fantasy. So now we were like, we're dealing with a. <laughs> this is this is going through my mind while I'm watching this. So first we're le- we're going into this is a kind of uh, law drama. Next we have action. Next, we have fantasy. And when I tell you I was eating it up by this point, I was eating it up. I was like, you're you're giving me everything that I, I love just wrapped up in the first 30 minutes of an episode. And I am very pleased. Um, so <laughs> to go without saying, I was very happy only 30 minutes into a first episode of a drama. So time freezes. So our fantasy element. And he suddenly is like his life starts flashing before his eyes as, you know, he's done falling like, he stopped mid falling, you know, falling mid air, and then he appears again back on the rooftop, and he's staring at the man that just threw him off of the roof. And this man is frozen in time, like lighting us. You know, he was he's frozen while he's like you know lighting a cigarette. And next to our lead, Hiwu is a woman or a lady in red. 
and he looks at her and he immediately kind of you know he takes her in he he confirms with her you know like hey you know I'm dead, aren't I? (laughs) And she's like, yes, yes, you are. And in the process of her saying, so since you're dead, let's go ahead and let's skim through your life. So standing on the rooftop where he just got thrown off, um, he, and time is frozen. He's standing next to this woman in red and this woman then proposes to him that they skim through his life. And one of the places that we see or that we meet or, you know, in the flash of his life is actually, you know, we start with him being bullied in high school. And then we also find out that he lost both of his parents in a hit and run accident. Um, And then we also, um, he also says in that moment, you know, while he's flashing back and going over his life, he talks to the lady and he'd ask her like, will I be able to meet my parents now? And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is only 30 minutes into the first episode. I'm like, I had so much going on. I was so, I mean, they had, it was emotional at points. I mean, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of good stuff. Only 30 minutes in. Um, so we get to see him, you know, he's, he's asking her like, can I, will I finally get to meet my parents again? And then, he starts to say how you know and she and she explains like you know looking at his life that he obviously you know he he did a lot to come up to the position that he was he's in which is this kind of very successful prosecutor you know she even shows like oh when he was younger after he's lost his parents and stuff like that he decided to learn martial arts that's why he was so good at fighting I like how they explain that because sometimes it's like how is this prosecutor so good at fighting but you know he had apparently you know went to do some of that work so that he could be stronger um and then he also worked to get himself into law school it took him three tries to get into law school um and she's you know she's just kind of showing this and he's explaining like yeah I did a lot to get to where I am and now I'm dead um and then she also brings up him with you know meeting with Jyoti Sup and she she goes and she kind of inquires and she says why did you bother him which was an interesting question, right? And he's like, well, my job is to take down criminals and that's what he is. And so she then points out that you did that and look what happened to you. You failed and you're now dead. (laughs) And he's he's like, fair enough, touche. And then she kind of proposes, you know, she looks at him like, well, if you had won the fight, do you think you would have be able to put Joel Taysop in jail? Um, she, she even says like, if you had another life, do you think you would succeed at that? And he of course is like, I'm not sure, but you know, I think I would try again because obviously I risked my life this much to, to take him down. Like I would do it again. And so she's like, okay, good. That's what I need to hear. And, and so he's, she's like, well, guess what? I will save your life. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean you are saved my life? And she tells him that I will save your life. And what I then need you to do is to move slowly. And I need you kind of to entrap Taysop. And she wants him to basically prove to Taysop that, you know, and then she says this, I thought was wonderful. She says, punishment in the afterlife is too late for Taysop. And that he needs to be shown now and she wants you know he to do that she wants him to show him that living in this world right now can be a living hell for him and I was like ah yes and so at this point I'm eating it all up I'm like this is all this is all so good to me I'm so, like at this point I'm so excited I'm like this is so good mind you 30 minutes in only 30 minutes in so you know, he says that, you know, she tells him this is why she'll save his life if he does this. And she also says that once he gets closer to taste up, because she wants him again to move slowly and kind of try again. She doesn't want him just to come at him like she did. He did previously. She's like, once you get closer to taste up, she's like, you'll meet me again, perhaps. Um, and then she also says that to catch the devil, he's going to have to become a bigger monster. And I was just like, okay, this sounds familiar. This is why I'm eating this up because this is Vincenzo and the devil judge wrapped up in one. (laughs) I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm loving it. Um, And even one of my girls from the devil judge is in this drama. And so I was just like, this is 
this they wrote this for me this is for me I know this is all for me I when I tell you I was just so excited by this point so it was just like Vincenzo Devil Edge all repped like revenge the the kind of prosecutor law aspect the having to become the devil and having to become a monster yourself to defeat the bigger monster like the, to defeat the devil ah yes right down my alley so everything I wanted in one but I like that it's a little different because it has that fantasy element that again um, is making it a little bit different for me so love it so then the next thing we get is our lead Hiwu sent back to a past version of himself so he actually gets to go back in time and start over before he went to school for law so he's like right you know kind of out of high school um and he also and I'm sorry in this moment when we go back I just, I think, I even wrote this in my notes. I was looking at Junki's eyes and I just was reminded of how unreal they are and how beautiful they are. And I just love him so much. <laughs> so I, when I tell you, this drama has a lot going for it for me. That is that is off the bat. And I'm not even in episode two yet. This is just the first episode. Okay. So then um, he gets to go back. And we also get to see that he gets to go back to the time before his parents pass away, before his parents are killed in the hit and run accident. So he um, is kind of like, you know, gets to feel, he feels like he gets a second chance to kind of do things differently. Well, he's been told he has to do things differently. He has to approach Taysop in a different manner and kind of get in a position to really take him down. But neither here nor there. So then he goes back. He starts over. He goes and he starts to study all over again so that he can get into college. Of course, he has a, he gets to keep his kind of mindset of when he previous his previous life. So he kind of still has that same knowledge of being a prosecutor already. So going and studying is a little bit easier for him this time than his first time when he was doing it after his parents passed away and he it took him three tries so he also gets to see if he can prevent his parents from dying again so he kind of like marks it in his calendar like the day of his parents passing and he kind of sets a plan in motion to to of course dwarf you know this this time when they you know get killed so what we get in that moment and I when I tell you I was just like oh man so good so this is at the end of episode we're finally kind of getting to the episode end of episode one he gets to kind of enact this plan to save his parents and that requires they because they was basically they worked late nights uh, kind of early morning shifts at a warehouse and when they would leave you know when they left that 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 morning there was a car that came and basically hit them while they were walking on the sidewalk. So it was like a, you know, drunk driver kind of situation hit them. Um, so he basically plans to get his parents, you know, meet his parents at work and walk them home and hopefully pushing, you know, he plans to push them out of the way when the car comes because it seems to be playing out his life in the past as it did previously. So he makes this plan. And at the end of episode one, it all takes effect. It's the car starts coming and rushing towards his family and he is able to push them out of the way for the first car. Then a second car comes out of, comes out of nowhere. And that's the car that, you know, ends up running into the, the, the sidewalk. Um, and we're not sure at the end of episode one, if they survive or not, it kind of ends with him looking at the car kind of swerving towards them again as if it's a repeat of his parents passing away but this time right in front of his eyes um okay so that's the end of episode one right off the bat love 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 I'm enamored with the first episode I'm like this is going to be a good one now let's get into episode two okay so episode two obviously starts with the accident and the kind of result of this accident. Did he save them this time or did he not? Spoiler alert, they survive. He saves them. Spoiler alert, he saved them. So this is kind of his first introduction to kind of how this thing is going to work in this new life that he's living, um, this new reality where he has some effect on changing the course of you know the hidden the history that he previously knew he can change things so they end up surviving and instead the person that ends up passing away 
it's the driver in the car the person who you know swerved and hit you know hit them in the past is the same person who does it again but this time they end up dying and he realizes that it is the son of Joe Tay Yop. He recognizes him immediately and he realizes that in the past it must have been because he always realized like the his kind of parents you know hit and run case kind of just went dead in the water he never really was able to find any information about the driver no one seemed to have started the proper investigation of it kind of just like fell by the wayside and him and his prosecutor role you know was looking into it trying to figure out like why was there nothing there seemed like there was no investigation done da, 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 da. and that's because he realizes now this new his new life that uh yeah that's because the driver was Joe Teyop's son. And of course, he has all the power in the world to kind of, uh, you know, hide that. Um, so he realizes that Teyop covered up his parents' death um, before. And it was because of his son's drunk driving that caused their um, initial initial accident. But this is not the case. This new version, this new life, this new this new place that he's in, he was able to change fate, uh, where his parents end up surviving and the driver dies. Um, so that is new. This is kind of a big revelation to him in this new life that he's living, and he's you know really excited about that. He's like, okay, so I have some control to like make things happen. So it was so exciting to have his parents alive because he kept you know in the moment of him watching his parents, you know getting hit again with the car he kept thinking like is this happening all over again like am I gonna have to live by myself and do all that I did in the past all by myself again and it shows that he's not like his parents are alive like I was just like I love this like I was so excited that he was able to undo that but either way I'm sure there's gonna be some kind of penalty down the line for all these changes but for the moment I was really excited that his parents survived and that he changed fate um, in that moment Um, but you know so then now he continues to live this life again where he's studying to go to college and to go to law school and he's going to like an academy to do this and he's working like a part-time gig you know at a little convenience store as he did in the past but this time you know he just has a different motivation and I thought that was pretty interesting that's something I did point out when I was watching this I was like I don't know if I would be so happy to relive some of the things that he's really living obviously but he's getting a second chance so he is you know very grateful and he's approaching it differently and you can tell he's like going to his not his little part-time gig with no issues issues he's going to his academy little class and he's studying hard and it's just like really nice to see like he's like you know I'm taking advantage of this but it's also kind of weird because he's like obviously older and in our eyes and in his eyes like he's his older self just reliving these younger years of his and it's like that's a little awkward but either way I'm, I'm loving it so he um is you know, like I said studying really hard he's doing well and while he's working his part-time gig he actually is I guess living in the neighborhood that he grew up in and so he runs into his old bullies um you know so people that he went to school with and one of the people that he went to school with um is my home girl from the devil judge um she plays Kim Han Han Mi and she's the actress is Kim Jae Kyung she's one of his kind of high school kind of I don't want to say friends I don't think they were friends but he was obviously he knew them she knew that knew him when he was in high school um, but she kind of runs with the bully crowd still she also goes to the same academy that he's going to like to you know go to you know prep himself to go to college and things like that um, so he sees her kind of more often I guess than he maybe saw her in the past um, but again she's a part of like his little bully the bully crew and they're obviously connected more than he and her are um but he you know runs into all these people in the past and he kind of remembers them and recognizes them and like he knows where they end up in the future you know if if that makes sense so when he's like meeting these old people of his past that he also knows in his future he's kind of like remembering like okay this person ends up going here after this and then making this kind of decision and going there so that's also interesting that we get to kind of see these people in their past before we even met them in the future you know if that makes sense um but yeah I was loving it um and then he 
Also, in the process of going back to school and studying hard, this is something he didn't do when in, in his previous life. His parents, before they passed away, he was actually a very immature, kind of stubborn son. He was, you know, he was even rude to them the day, the night, you know, the day before, the night before they died, you know, and he just kind of had some resentment towards them because they weren't able to provide for him the way that, you know, other parents provided for their children so he you know was not the best to his parents so given that he got he's getting the chance now to be a better son and he really does do that he um you know like I said he is scaring them a lot they're like why are you acting so weird and so differently but he's just like you know loving on them and it's super sweet and then he also is like I want to make them proud because he was like at the bottom of his school you know he didn't do well in school in the past and so when he decided to go to law school after they passed away that was a real feat for him like he took the you know he had to take the exam three times to pass to get in so he just went through a lot to get to where he got in the future but now he's like I can do this a lot better a lot faster a lot quicker and and make and this time I can do it for my parents like my parents can see this and be proud of me and so that's another thing that I loved I I don't know I just love this whole premise I love the whole setup um, but yes, he also meets someone else in his past. Her name is Kim Gyuri, Um, and she goes to the academy with him, and she's like the top of the academy where she, they're studying to, go, of course, take the test to go in the college entrance exam so they can go to their respective schools that they want to go to. Um, and he even remembers in the past that she got really sick at one point because she was studying too hard and and she ended up like passing out you know and outside of the the academy one day and everyone was talking about it and she ended up leaving the academy and she didn't end up going to any school and going to law school with him like he thought you know they were going to go to school together at one point but she ends up you know her parents and her they decide something and he never sees her in the future so he, you know, seeing her in the past, he's like, okay, I think I could probably help her this time. So he actually finds her when she passes out. So this says, again, this is something that happened in the past that he remembers happening. And this time he goes and kind of like makes another change and kind of changes fate again. So he goes and he saves her when she passes out this time. He is the one who actually takes her to the hospital and he has like this kind of heart to heart moment with her at the hospital. And he lets her know, like you, I know you're trying hard because you want to look good for your parents because her parents have, these are her adoptive parents. And he's like, I know you're trying to prove them that, you know, make them proud and make them feel like they were they made a good decision by adopting you and things like that but you know at the end of the day if you do this to yourself you're not going to be well enough to then actually go to school and do well so he ends up changing things for her again so this is another moment of him shifting fate again um and this time she kind of it you know takes his word and she listens to him and she's like thank you you know that kind of thing and so when they get back to school you know she's like she goes back to school this time in the past in her you know his past life she ends up dropping out of the academy and doesn't finishes and doesn't go to university or go to law school with him and you know she kind of disappears so this time she's actively like you know going back to school right after this kind of mishap so that was another moment of changing fate um another thing another thing that happens where he kind of changes fate again is um his old classmate Han Mi she again hangs out with the bullies and one day he's like you know at the you know I think he's at the convenience store he finds the uh, he overhears the bullies talking about how they're gonna their little plan to take advantage of Hanmi so he hears this and he decides to save her again I don't know if this happened in the past necessarily but he obviously is doing something that then may lead to a change of her life if he ends up saving her from this kind of assault um so he you know they decide they're going to go to a club and they're going to take her and drug her and all that kind of stuff so he ends up showing up at the club beats them to a pulp the bullies like he never got a chance to do in the past beats them completely up and he saves her and then once you know he reveals to her that they were like filming her while she was passed out and all that kind of stuff she takes that to the police obviously we find out that his bully has a father who is like the head of police at the time and when she makes this report he uh, you know attempting you know to to drug her and I mean he did drug her and then potentially you know assault her 
he, you know, the, the police officer, I mean, that's just the bully father. He's like trying to bury the case. Um, and in the moment of them all like sitting together in this room, like bullies are there. Um, he Wu is there. Hanmi obviously there. And the father of the bully is there. And they're kind of like, you know, she's basically like, how dare you, you know, try to cover this up. I know what he did. I have proof, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, then all of a sudden someone else bursts through the room while they're having this like little meeting. And it is actually he Wu's prosecutor superior the guy that we meet in the beginning who's like you know chewing he woo out for you know taking this case up against um taste up and so he sees him again you know in this in this setting and he's kind of comes in and he immediately approaches the bully and he's like slaps him he just like slaps him across the face and say we have proof basically and he kind of like and no one knows what to do so they're like okay so they just kind of you know let him deal with the bully and then um he woo and hanmi leaves the police station and then he woo um, it's, you know, but like, okay, bye to Hanmi. And she immediately is kind of like trying to buy him some, you know, dinners. Like, I want to, you know, pay you back. Thank you for all your help. You know, and he's all like, no, thank you. I'm good. And she's like, please. And he's like, no, thank you. I'm good. And they have this really cute, funny exchange of him, like trying to get out of it. And she's like, please. And he's like, no. Um, but after this happens, um, he's basically saved these two women in his past and they're suddenly both like on their radars like you can tell both of the women then kind of like are keeping an eye out for Hiwoo and I was like same me too he would be on my radars (laughs) not just because he saved me but he's also just like he's super smart he's super super beautiful and he's just like great like I love Hiwoo but um but yeah so so now these two women have him on their radar and to me you know that's not something that was like that in the past apparently so I don't know what this is gonna bring in the future but that's just something that I noticed um so then you know he continues to live his his kind of new life um he takes the college interest exam and then one of the administrators at the academy that he was you know working at who was had taken a liking to him she approaches him and she kind of is like you know now that you've taken the exam you know what is your what are your plans you know um while you wait for your results and then kind of like after the results and things like that and he tells her that um that I'm sorry while he's waiting for his test results not after he gets his result back because once he gets his result back he's going to law school um but she you know inquires and he's like oh I'm just gonna continue to work part-time so that I can pay my way, you know, through school. And she's like, okay, well, if you're looking for part-time work, my brother actually owns a law firm and that might be a good place for you to, you know, kind of intern and kind of get some work done and get some experience. And he immediately is like, uh, yeah, thanks. And again, fate changes again. So he obviously did not have this kind of experience when he was previously trying to get himself into law school. So he ends up, interning or working part-time with the um this administrator's brother's law firm and this lawyer is actually one that he knows of in the future because he like does like he has this very big case that everyone knows him for so he's like very famous and so he gets to work with him and kind of work with those cases um that kind of you know that makes this person famous so that was really nice for me, you know, for him to have that experience. So he does really well at the, the part-time gig. Um, the lawyer really likes him and he ends up getting a lot of money, you know, after this, cause he's like, I don't know how to compensate you. Cause you did way more, you know, in this part-time gig than anyone would, should, you should have done. So he ends up giving him a lot of money, like in cash. Um, and that is of course to help him support himself going to school. And then sure enough, he gets his little test results back with his parents, you know, breathing down his neck while he's looking at the computer and he gets in first try to law school. And of course he does. Um, in his first day of class, he shows off a little bit because obviously he knows everything. So again, I love it. I just love that he's like redoing all of this and he's like, okay, this is easy for me. But he like in the same classes that he, you know, took already um, and he makes a new friend in this first day of class and this is someone he did not meet in his past life like he's like I don't know this person at all and he keeps like trying to place him but he's like I don't remember ever meeting this person um and this friend that he makes is actually um let me see I'm trying to find the actor's name yeah it's actor Jung Sang-hoon and he's playing the character Lee Min-soo 
and this is um and the, the funny thing about his character is that he is older he is he's someone who has basically done a lot of schooling and he keeps going back to new kind of professional schools so he's like done you know med school art school now he's going back to law school and so he you know looks older obviously he operates and he operates like an older person and that makes sense for you know we um he woo because he is also older in a kind of like you know younger setting and he even points out <laughs> the the Minsu character points out how he's like I know you're looking at me like I'm not a freshman but I am he's like you're you you're looking kind of older too yourself <laughs> so he kind of calls out that you know he also does not look as young maybe as he should have but that's also interesting that I thought I was like so he looks like his older self in this older self life like I don't know it was weird I was like so he doesn't look like his young self he looks like his older self and I just thought that was weird but anyway so he makes this new friend or whatever he doesn't really call him a friend because he's kind of like confused by him and he's like it's a very awkward this 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 forever student who's always going back to school to be a student um so he's a little weird that's all I'm gonna say I thought he was weird and I think he also thought he was weird um but you know they end up he's like dragging him along he's like let's go get coffee together now that we're friends we're the same you know let's go get friends let's go get coffee so they go and they're walking to go get coffee and in the process of going to get coffee they run into a young lady who um appears to be like you know in a kind of situation dealing with some elderly people and she's delivering food to them and one of the women has dementia and so she kind of confuses them and it's like a little cute moment uh where you know they're like oh no I'm not your husband here's your husband kind of thing and so they kind of connect with this this young woman but in the process of her being like oh yeah nice to meet you da 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 uh thanks for helping me back there and then all of a sudden she's like oh I forgot I have to had to go run and do this and so she like runs runs off and leaves the two behind but you know they don't think anything of it again he doesn't think anything of her as well because he doesn't know her he's never met her so the next that's I think that same night or maybe the next night there's a welcome event for the freshman and of the you know of the college of the law school um the law program and he attends the the event and while he's at the event he starts running into more people that he knows from his past life so there's an assemblyman um that he meets um who when he meets him in this new set you know this this kind of freshman welcome event he's you know a a lawsuit going into being a prosecutor he knows that um, but in you know his past he realizes this man is actually a very corrupt you know trash assembly man and he's like does dirty things like you know so he's like he knows him in his new you know his future life but he's meeting him in this kind of younger state where he hasn't yet become that horrible person I guess um, and then he also meets one of his other kind of direct supervisors who also was yelling at him at some point about digging into the taste soap case um, so this is another person that he knows as like a trash person who's actually giving the speech at this welcome event. So it's, it's interesting to see how he kind of, again, is placing some of these people that he knows how they end up in the future, but he's meeting them for the, you know, this first time. And he's like, but I already know you, I already know who you're going to become. Um, so I think that's nice too, kind of like that little parallel of like seeing them who they're going to be but then also seeing who they are in the beginning um and then he meets up with his little new friend again Minsu um who it and I'm confused by his character like I'm really suspicious about his character like he almost feels like he is not a part of I don't know I I'm I'm really interested about his character like he is so random and like I said he's a very weird just actual character like how he acts he's really weird so he almost feels like he's not like he's almost other otherworldly in a weird way like I almost feel like he's because he's had like a little red outfit on like he has like a blazer of his like red shirt he almost reminded me of the the woman in the red who we meet in the beginning who you know saves his life so I was like I don't know if he's like a part of like that space like a part of the other side of things I don't know I don't know but I'm interested to find out so that was one thing that I thought was was like hmm who is this weird guy who is he um but he kind of is you know meets up with him at the event and then they end up leaving the event together and they um 
And then they also, like he, like, I think he Wu in that moment also was kind of trying to place his finger, like, who is this guy? Like, I don't remember him in my past, but I wonder if I, how much, how he's going to basically adjust this new life that I'm meeting him now that I'm meeting him. Like, how much is he going to, what's going to be his, his role? And I thought, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm thinking the same thing. Um, but while they kind of, they, but they leave the welcome event and they hang out together and they go get a drink or whatever. And again, he does his, he doesn't want to do this, but the guy kind of forces him to do it. Um, and so he ends up going to this place with him and they're drinking. And then they also meet and see the girl from earlier that they ran into, you know, on the street. And she is, you know, working part time at this restaurant that they're at and they they kind of see her in the in this kind of moment of calling out this gross dude who's like taking inappropriate pictures of a you know someone while they're working uh, some girl and she kind of like confronts him and she's like calling him out and telling him like you need to give me your phone you need to delete those pictures and then um Hiwu and Minso are kind of looking at this kind of Minsu are kind of looking at this in exchange and Minsu's like should we jump in like what do you think and then he was already calling the cops he's like yeah we, we don't need to jump in just yet like the cops are going to be here and they'll take care of it um and then sure enough the cops are on their way but the the kind of gross dude is like raising his hand to like you know swing at the young girl and immediately he will you know jumps up and kind of saves her or whatever and then the cops show up at this, that time and they arrest the, the gross dude after the whole debacle she kind of gets off of work I'm assuming because she's out of her little work attire and they all are sitting around and drinking together so it's Hiwu it's Minsu and it's this new this girl who we learned um is also named Kim He Ah so her name is um I'm sorry yeah Ki so it's Ki He Wu and her name is Ki Kim I'm sorry Kim He Wu and Kim He Ah so they have very similar names and so they're like keep staring at each other as they're like talking and introducing themselves to each other and mind you Minsu is right there trying to talk to her because he's all like you know basically trying to hit on her and she's like I'm not even thinking about you and she's not paying him any attention she's only paying attention to Hiwu and they're like kind of like staring at each other and then Hiwu like mentions like she looks really familiar and he's like but I can't place my finger on her either. Like, who is she? And she says the same thing. Like, you look familiar to me as well. Um, And then he's just like, I can't remember her, but like, who is she? And I'm sitting there like, who is she for real? Like, who is she? And the fact that they have like similar names was weird to me as well. Like, Kim Hee Woo and Kim Hee Ah. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean anything? So they kind of had that little moment where they're like drinking or whatever. And then he leaves, you know, they, and he's like on his way home and he's obviously a little tipsy. And so he's just like, you know, walking in, you know, late at night back home. But as he's walking, he's like hearing something like something's like following him. So he keeps kind of like slowing down, keeps kind of looking over his shoulder a little bit. And sure enough, he gets like at the end of a bridge and he turns around and he surely finds a man following him. And guess who the man that is following him? Guess who it is? It's the man who killed him in his past life. Oh my gosh. End of episode two. That's where episode two ends. So I was on, I was like, oh my goodness, why is that man back? What does this mean? So then this is kind of where I'm at, where I'm like, what does it mean? Like, does this man represent the changes that he's been making in this, in the, in this past where it's now like gonna, like his future, I mean, his past life is going to come back to like adjust like things from his past are kind of trying to adjust the things that he's changing for this new version of his life like what does it all mean I don't know but there's so much already going on and I know it's based off a webtoon that I can go read and find out immediately what the story what takes place but I absolutely will not be doing that I'm very intrigued by watching it in this kind of drama format I'm intrigued to just watch Junki's face uh, I'm just so excited. I'm 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 so excited. So this is one of the new dramas that I just started, and I immediately am like, it's right down my alley. It has multiple things that I'm interested in. Um, as you already know, like I said, the fact that it's a you know a law drama, there's revenge, um, there's like this fantasy element of kind of getting a chance, a second chance at life. Um, 
there's a lot of mystery. Like I like I said, I don't know who some of these people are, and yet they're happening. If they're happening, you know, they're they're coming in. I'm like, who are you? What does this mean? Um, but one of the other big things for me is that this could go south really quickly. That's not something that's not missed on me. This type of drama could also turn out really, really bad, like if it's not well done. And so, yes, in the first two episodes, I think they did an amazing job to hook me, to make me just super interested, and I think this could be a good one. But I can also see where it could go wrong really quickly. Um, I can see where it can get convoluted, it can get confusing, I can see where it can get sloppy. I can see it. I can see it. So as much as I am like, yes, this is right down my alley. I'm super excited for this. And I enjoyed the first two episodes. I'm also bracing myself for it getting midpoint and in just like, what is happening? This isn't making sense. This is dragging. Um, Get to the point. You know, like I can totally see that happening too. So as much as I love this drama from based off of the first two episodes, I also am not gonna be surprised if all of a sudden it makes it does it makes a u-turn and just completely goes off the tracks like that can also happen with this type of drama like i said the fantasy element can get really murky and it can get kind of it, it can miss the mark so i you know i am aware i am aware so as much as i enjoy this right now i'm not gonna put all my eggs in this basket the first two episodes was a ride they were good i love so many elements of it um but you know I can see it going south really quickly. <laughs> I can. They got to be careful. Uh, but yeah, that, that's basically the first two episodes of Again My Life and my first impressions of Again My Life. Because again, there are a lot there. There's a lot there that I love, but there's also a lot there that you know I can see other people being like, oh, I don't want to deal with all of that. Um, but for me, I'm definitely going to be back for the next two episodes. I'm very intrigued. I don't. I, I'm very intrigued. They like to, they're already leaving you on these kind of like cliffhanger moments. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Will they disappoint me? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. All right. But that's, that's all I got for this episode about, again, my life. Yes, there will be some more first impressions to come because as you can tell by all the dramas that started this, you know, in, you know, beginning of April, there's a lot that I have to start and give my first impressions on, I think. Um, and there's a lot that I may not. So let me not make any promises here. But I definitely know that there may be another episode, a couple more episodes this, you know, coming up soon <laughs> with some more first impressions. So don't get sick of me yet. Don't get sick of me yet. But that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the afternoon or the, in the evening or in the morning, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.